<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hill Varsity Club is opening in Omaha this May and is hiring for all hospitality positions. Do you love elevated food, exciting events, and having fun at work? Join our team by applying today at HillVarsityClub.com. Hill Varsity Club will feature a next-level mix of classic sports bar favorites and contemporary creations with indoor and outdoor seating and memorable live events like live music and sports watch parties. We can't wait to grab a burger and a beer at HVC this May. Apply for all front or back-of-house positions now at HailVarsityClub.com. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where food and fitness come to hang out. I'm Sasha. I'm Sadie. And we get a lot of questions about recipes, uh, like really, really frequently, (laughs) Uh, uh probably more so than any other thing. Uh, What are the best meal prep recipes? That depends. I know this is going to fucking shock you, but right off the bat, your mileage may vary. <laughs> Weird. It's like you've heard that here before or something. But also, like, what's your criteria for what the best is? It varies per person. I don't like, this, I don't like to eat the same stuff that Sadie does and vice yeah. versa. Um, so the fastest ones, the easiest ones, certain styles of cuisine, cooking methods... Um, if you're not great at cooking or you just want something fast and easy, that changes things a little oh, bit. A lot. Um, it's going to require some trial and error. It's another one of those things where you got to Tetris that shit together. But once you figure out the things that work for you and the things that you'll eat on a consistent basis and not get sick of, it's like light bulb moment and everything. It's way easier. Yeah. Um, today, we're going to cover what kind of recipes you should pick for your meal prep arsenal, subs, for certain high calorie ingredients and alternative prep methods. Uh, meal prep is totally one of those things that c- it can be really intimidating. And when we were going through show notes, I was like, if we weren't going to break this down, this would be like, if you were telling this to me for the first time, it'd have been like, no, uh-huh. I'm not going to do that. But we're going to make it bite size and palatable for you today. I mean, at the end of the day, there's always like order to your door meal prep services. So yeah. if you can afford it, if you don't want to fucking cook or go buy your own groceries, Not honestly, some like, of those things, they even out grocery cost wise. Oh yeah. Like HelloFresh versus buying your own groceries. Do if your Hello own Fresh research, wants figure to it out. Yeah. Jump on board. Just saying. Just <laughs> I have, saying. I, I've tried a couple of those. Um, there's a local place here in town, Eat Fit Go, that I've tried that mm-hmm. you can basically, you can go there and you can buy like a certain amount yeah, like they're heat meat. They're heat meat. Um, there, there are those options. It's it's fairly good. I mean, price wise. Yeah. Um, but HelloFresh, anything that I've gotten from them has been just chef's kiss. It's twenty five minutes or less. You can pick the length of time and stuff too. And your recipes and like this isn't an ad, by the way. No, we're it's not, not. <laughs> fucking sponsored by HelloFresh. We would love to be, but we're not. Um, HelloFresh is a really good product. Um, but yeah, they also have deals a lot of the time. A lot too. of the time. Yeah. So if it's worth it to you to not have to make your own grocery lists or to do your own meal prep, like those options are out there. 
Um, I am a certified nutrition coach. Sasha is on her way to being a certified nutrition coach. We are not registered dietitians. We are not Mm. allowed to give you a prescribed meal plan, Mm. but we can help you figure out recipes that you like that are healthier. We can help you figure out substitutions for some of those higher calorie foods. We can help you figure out what your macros are based on your TDEE and Mm -hmm. all of these things. Like there are things that we can and can't do and we cannot do certain things. So it is our job to tell you that. So this is what we're doing. Hello. Welcome to the disclaimer. Now let's do the rest (laughs) of the fucking podcast. Um, So let's talk about building your recipe arsenal. Figuring out what you want to eat every day for a week can be really daunting Mm. um, because a, it requires planning. And a lot of people, this isn't a knock, but a lot of people aren't great at planning. And I think yeah, that is just a a result of the society that we live in. We live in a very instant gratification society. We want what we want, what we want it. Yeah, yep. for sure. Um, when I moved to Puerto Rico, I lived in a neighborhood that it took 10 minutes to get out of our neighborhood and another five minutes to get to the closest grocery store. So I didn't go very many places and like do, mm-hmm. we didn't go out to eat a lot when we lived in PR. Like we'd go out to the bar and we'd go eat while I was at Lupolo or whatever. But yeah. um, like we didn't get DoorDash like we do here. Right. Um, I don't just run to the store because fuck, I forgot some cheese for the cheeseburgers. Like I didn't do that. So I had to learn how to plan my meals for like a week, mm-hmm. which sounds silly because I was in the middle of the fucking San Juan Metro. Pero it's huge. It's mm-hmm. huge. I lived in a huge neighborhood in the middle of this giant fucking city, and you, it's, you're kind of remote. Yeah. It sounds strange, but you're really kind of stranded in suburbia sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I had to learn it, and it's a game changer. Like You yeah. figure out, you're, you become a better grocery shopper. You get better at finding sales. Um, you try new shit a lot more yes. just because, A, it's on sale, or you saw it, and you're like, ah, fuck it. Why not? I got a spot that's open on Thursday night. Throw that shit in the cart. Right. Um, So it's it's a necessary evil. If you want to be awesome at meal prep, you have to get good at planning a menu. Um, Planning a menu isn't hard, but you do have to keep a couple of things in mind. Um, Yes, absolutely. So use recipes that are going to play well off of each other. So let's say that you want to make, you know, four cups of steamed rice for the week. Okay, cool. You want some meals that can go around that and that Rice is super versatile, so you could literally make anything out of, much. of rice being the center. But if you don't want to eat salsa chicken every single night, yeah. pick something else that you can eat with the rice. Asian cuisine, you could use you a different sauce. Fry. Yes, exactly. Um, you can make curry. Mm-hmm. Like Indian food is really healthy, actually. Um, mm-hmm. It requires some prep, but if you have a crock pot or an instant pot, that makes your life a whole lot easier. Oh, yeah. Um, rice is great. Even just eating rice. I like yeah. to just eat like sticky rice as a snack. Yeah. Well, I love to do like if I've got a bunch of rice prepped, I'll make, I'll keep enough on the side so that I can have, you know, fried rice. So, yep. and by fried rice, I mean, I'm just adding soy sauce. I'm probably adding an egg in there and then I'm picking a protein, whether I, you know, pre-made, I don't like to pre-make shrimp actually, because it doesn't heat up very well. Yeah, but if I have shrimp or chicken, shrimp takes like literally three minutes to cook. Um, or if I've got some shredded chicken or something, I can throw that in there and then, you know, th- pop a thing of vegetables in the microwave and there's a whole meal Yeah, right there. I mean, you can make pork fried rice. You can mm-hmm. make tofu. If you've got seitan, if you've, it doesn't matter. You can jerry rig any of that shit together. Right. That's yeah. the beauty of fried rice. It's kind of like a kitchen sink sort of a deal. Yeah. Um, whatever you fucking got, throw it in there, put some soy sauce and some spicy mustard on there. And oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Um, so we put that on the top of the list because honestly, that's the most important thing about making menu planning easy is to pick shit that's going to play off of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so say you're making hamburger. 
make enough ground burger for taco night, but also save some, don't season it and put it in a container for when you want to make spaghetti next day. Yep. You know, like shit like that, just so that you don't have to be in the kitchen quite as much. Mm -hmm. You're still going to be in the kitchen, but you'll be in the kitchen less because you're doing something once instead of doing it twice, two days in a row. Yep. It's all about Um, maximizing your time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's other things that you can do too, to make things a little bit easier. So what I like to do is I'll, I'll prep all my lunch for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, cracking eggs and separating, I only eat the egg whites typically. Um, that takes like 20 seconds. Yeah. Um, but you're going to, you could like print your recipes out for dinner that week. Um, you can put them in a binder folder that's easily accessible to you in your kitchen. Um, Sadie's got like a binder. I've seen it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty fucking badass, it's dude. Green. Um, but if she puts a recipe in there and then comes back to it again and again, it's there, yeah. you'll find that you're going to have recipes that you go to over and over again. One, cause they're quick and easy, but also because you like to eat them. Yeah, there are recipes like so I will I will so pick recipes a pick more than you think you're going to use. Yeah, pick a lot more than you're going to use because the law of odds is going to tell you that there's a bazillion recipes on the Internet, but some of them are going to be shitty. Yeah, it's just bound to happen or it just doesn't turn out and you're just like, I don't want to fuck with that again. I'll try something else. That's fine. It's kind of like when you put your music on shuffle and you skip the first like eight (laughs) songs Mm because you're just not feeling it. That'll happen with your food, too. It's totally okay. Um, So build a fat stack of recipes to avoid that. But yeah, my my fucking mighty green binder. Um, is basically like my kitchen Bible. So I've got a bunch of recipe books and I have a bunch of stickies and all the stuff marking the shit that I use in those. But when I download something off the internet, it goes in the front sleeve first. So mm-hmm. it'll stay in that little folder pocket for a while. And if I make it and feels like, holy shit, that was amazing, then it graduates to a page in the binder. <laughs> so that's how the hierarchy of my fucking, my kitchen Bible goes. But um, there's there's so many recipes online for free. Like the world is literally your oyster. Oh God, Yeah a quick Google search. Mm-hmm. You have an idea in your head. You can even go to, and I can't remember, I think it's my, um, what's in my fridge.com. Yes. You can, you can go and pick the things that you have in your fridge and then it will give you a whole array of recipes that you can make with those specific ingredients. Which is awesome. It's like yeah. fucking Mad Libs, but for recipes, it's, it's really dope. It's <laughs> super awesome. I used to use it all of the time. Cause I, I, like I said, I meal prep my lunch every single week. I don't necessarily meal prep dinner because everybody's got different things going on. So I'm not cooking dinner every single night. Right. But going there when I got bored with what I normally would prep on a weekly or slash monthly basis was super, it's super handy for sure. Yeah. And Um, that's the other thing you prep differently than I prep. mm -hmm. Sometimes I prep dinner more than I prep lunch because during the day I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'll just do lunch. But yeah, yeah, make it work for you. If your schedule isn't the same as someone else's and your meal prep strategy is different, that's okay. As long as it fucking works it's for that you, that's Tetris all that matters. Game that you have got to play for, with yourself. Yeah, that's the most important thing. As long as you, as long as you can make it work and you can keep doing it for a while to get to the thing that you want to do at the end of your goal, mm-hmm. like fucking roll with it. Who cares? Yeah, for sure. Um, pick recipes that you can make healthier versions of. Like there is a pretty good chance that you've got quite a few recipes chilling in your kitchen already that you like. So go through them. See which ones you want to use and see which things you can substitute out. We're going to talk Mm. a lot more about that here in a second. But um, we've got a recipe that's going in our upcoming cookbook that's got a sriracha cream sauce. So the original version of this recipe has full on like fully leaded fucking mayonnaise. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's sriracha and mayo and sweetened condensed milk. And what else is in there? Um, I think that's it. Sriracha mayo, sweetened condensed milk. Yeah. So it's kind of calorically dense. So I have a version that I make with light mayo, fat-free sweetened condensed milk, and you do the sriracha and you can't tell the fucking difference, Mm -hmm. but you save quite a few calories. So you can even go 
one more step if you want to take more fat out of the equation. So our friend Chris Headley, he is my first nutrition client. So he's kind of beta testing some of these recipes for us. And he was like, can I use Greek yogurt instead of mayonnaise in yep. some of these? And I was like, absolutely. So if you want to take even more fat out of the equation, you can put Greek yogurt in. Or if you don't like in. mayo. Or if you don't like mayo, because <laughs> there's a lot of people that mm-hmm. don't like mayonnaise. I'm from Iowa. I fucking love mayonnaise. I'm from South Dakota. We had mayo and everything. I am fucking done with mayonnaise. Dude, I love mayonnaise. Mayonnaise and butter and ranch dressing are like, you cut us open from Western Iowa. And you can take my things. ranch out of my cold, dead fucking hands, though. Oh, you can keep the mayo, but... Dude, when we were in college, so my roommate and I in college, the first time I went to college, we lived in a dorm room together at the University of Northern Iowa, and we would buy the fucking Costco-sized ranch bottles because we would microwave everything in our shitty dorm room or our shitty food from the the calf would be flavorless, and you'd just dump ranch on it. Pizza rolls, Hidden Valley. Hidden Valley saved my life. My first year And Hidden Valley, by the way, Hidden Valley is elite. It is. It's so good. You're not going to convince me otherwise. Hidden Valley, the only thing better than Hidden Valley Ranch is Runza Ranch. Runza ranch is is legit and runs a ranch is so good because they make it themselves yes exactly and if so, you're not from nebraska you have no you idea probably have no idea means. what the fuck runza is <laughs> runza is a regional like fast food joint that does but they have the best and, fucking burgers oh, they, do. they use fresh ground beef and you can tell the difference yeah oh man yeah now i'm hungry i know they have this really amazing bacon cheddar jalapeno <laughs> burger so good that I may have to have for dinner. Anyway, Dude, way off topic. The Hello. Springs. Oh my God. Hi. Welcome. See, this yeah. is what happens when you get us talking about food. Springs are <laughs> springs are elite there too. Springs are life. Uh, springs and ranch is all you really need yeah, to get you through for your real. day. <laughs> so, um, yeah, sriracha cream sauce. If you want to make it a less calorically dense version, throw Greek yogurt in. You mm-hmm. can put Greek yogurt as a substitute for a lot of things, and we're going to tell you more about that. But pick things that you can riff off of ingredient wise, because it, it that'll give you the flexibility to fuck around with flavors. Mm-hmm. And that's how you learn to cook. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, if you're like, oh, I don't want to put that vegetable in it. I'd rather put this one in. Fucking do, do it. it. <laughs> you're do not you bound want. to the, the ingredients in the recipe. Yeah. Use enough of them to get to where you're trying to go. But and if you don't like baby corn, I fucking hate baby corn. <sighs> Take out the baby corn and put something else in or just don't use baby corn. Yeah, it can get kind of woody sometimes. Yeah. I could see. I, I don't yeah, like the texture. I get that. I get that. Speaking of substitutions, yes. <laughs> we have uh, 1.5 billion of them. Yeah. Um, not quite that many, but there's a lot. There's a lot. We have a list up on the website. If you want a quick and dirty cheat sheet uh, for any, like until our cookbook drops, check it out at meatheadtestkitchen.com. Um, yeah, there's, we came up with an entire, we like literally sat down one day and I was like, okay, well. What's all the yeah, shit that yeah. we can sub out for other shit? And we Here are our top like, four though. Yeah, these are, these are our most favoritist. Yes. Like, you know, not most expensivest, most favoritist. Mm-hmm. Uh, great show, by the way. Just, just saying. Uh, such a fun fucking show. If you just need to like have something on and not pay attention to it. Greek yogurt is an awesome substitution for a lot of high fat dairy and pantry items. Mm-hmm. Um, like mayo sour cream you can water it down with skim milk a little bit to make it thick like heavy cream if you need that viscosity or that creaminess in a recipe but you don't want to use the super super fatty version of heavy cream some grocery stores actually have light heavy cream now Mm -hmm. which seems contradictory it's higher in sugar though it is it Mm -hmm. is yeah so be aware of that sometimes when you do get those lighter versions you do get more sugar so sometimes because they're trying to keep the flavor the same and sometimes the only way to achieve that is to add more sugar to it. so at that point just drink the fucking regular milk right 
Honestly, <laughs> honestly, just drink the regular milk, cut the fat macros out somewhere else and just drink the regular milk. Yeah. Um, so buy a plain container of Greek yogurt. They sell it in these big ass 32 ounce containers. Um, if you use that instead of the stuff we mentioned earlier, the mayonnaise, the sour cream, you, uh, you'll, it'll fucking be gone in no time. You'll I be buy amazed how fast you go through that shit. Big tubs because I use it on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I use it in place of sour cream most exclusively, but I also love to have plain Greek yogurt. Cause if I want like a, pro- a parfait or something, yeah. throw some granola and berries in there. It's super versatile. Um, you can make ranch dip with Greek yogurt instead of sour cream and it has better macros so you can eat more of it. Yeah, so um, there's light sour cream, but again, you run into the same problem. They put more sugar into it, so it actually behooves you most of the time to just have the fucking Greek yogurt. Yeah, yeah. And you can put it in salad dressings, um, on potatoes, in casseroles. You can't tell the difference, honestly. No, you um, can't. I know that it can be a little more bitter in flavor initially, but once you get used to it, it's the same consistency. And when it's mixed with something else, you can't tell the difference. You you won't taste the bitterness when you have it mixed with other stuff at all. Um, It's just something, there's a dryness on the back end of it that you have Mm -hmm. to get over. It's kind of like goat cheese. Yeah. Um, how you get that little dry sandy feeling on the back of your tongue when you swallow it. So if you don't like that, Greek yogurt may mm, not work for you. You could get the lighter versions of whatever, just Bear in mind, check the ingredients list. Yeah. Look at that stuff. Look at the food label. If it's got or higher sugar, eh. go for the vegan or vegetarian version too. Oh yeah, absolutely. It so it tastes slightly different. The same rules apply here. You can use vegan Greek yogurt, um, just like the dairy version. Just make sure um, that it's not the sweetened yeah, version. You don't of, want like the sweet vanilla Greek yogurt. I made that mistake before. Didn't we realize it, and I was like, "Well, let's just try it." No, 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 no. no. No, yeah. we've no, all we've no. all accidentally grabbed the purple lid yogurt instead of the blue lid yogurt, uh-huh. and uh, we've never accidentally grabbed the purple lid yogurt again. It's fine, but you just can't use it in anything other than it. with fruit smoothies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if pretty you much want smoothies or parfaits or like oatmeal. Yeah, yeah, that fucking thing. I threw it out because <laughs> it sat there for so long. I didn't use it. Um, cauliflower is also an awesome substitution mm. for a lot of things. If you like cauliflower, um, I know not everybody loves it because it smells like farts, um, mm. but it's really good for you. And it's a great low carb option. If you're counting macros or eating for volume, mm-hmm. you can do a ton of shit with it. Um, you can make boneless wings out of it. Yep. You can make pizza crust. You can whip it and make it like mashed potatoes. You can put it in soup. You can f- fucking rice it or get it pre-riced mm-hmm. and use it in fried rice. Again, options, limitless. You like, know, if you emul- take an emulsion blender to it, you can make a really good yes. base for potato soup. You sure can. I, I So I have a stick blender and um, I have a food processor too, but I like yeah. my stick blender better because like it better gets down that at the kind bottom. Of stuff, yeah. yeah. You, you lose some, there's a gap in the bottom of your food processor. And if you don't have a big chunk of something, it won't get incorporated right yeah. and it'll be gritty. Um, but yeah, I immersion blend it. I make shepherd's pie and I put whipped cauliflower on top. Um, I've used it to thicken up potato soup before. Yep. Um, dude, garlic whipped cauliflower next to a big fat fucking steak pretty damn good yep. and you can always 50 50 any of those things yes um you know you take half the amount of potatoes just substitute some cauliflower with it and when it's incorporated you you can't tell there's a twice baked potato recipe casserole recipe that's going in our cookbook that's made with cauliflower and it's fucking amazing it's i really brought it i brought good. it to sasha's house for a potluck party and her husband ate almost the whole container yeah. that's how fucking good and then it is. my stepson was like <laughs> 
I thought we had mashed potatoes. I'm like, well, your dad ate most of them, bud. Sorry. <laughs> Aiden's like, where'd they go? <laughs> yeah, it was it was good. Uh, it's very, very good. Yeah, it turned out really well. I was happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <laughs> it does take some practice to figure out how much water you need mm-hmm. to cook out of the cauliflower. If you're doing steamer bags, there's going to be quite a bit of water in the bag. So you're going to want to grab a cheesecloth, grab a kitchen towel, squeeze out some of that water because it can really water it down. It changes the consistency quite a bit if you don't take some of that water out. You can always add the water back. Yep. And you you can always add liquid back in the form of sour cream or Greek yogurt Mm -hmm. or put a little bit of butter or margarine in there. Like you want that shit to be as dry as you can get it at at first. And then you can, you can adjust it on the back end. You can't take that water back out after you've like squished it and you've made it goo. Uh, It's impossible. It's (laughs) runny. And then your next option is to either put more fucking cauliflower in it or roll with it while it's running. Right. Exactly. Um, I got some pre-pup cauliflower pizza crusts a couple weeks ago. Um, They're the cauliflower or the cauliflower brand. Oh yeah. Um, I got two of them for like six or seven bucks and I really like them. Like, they're thin, but they're not flimsy because that can be a problem sometimes. Yeah. It looks like um, like food service um, pizza crust, just oh, like yeah. that par-cooked, just flat kind of crackery, but not mm-hmm. too crunchy. Um, it was really good. I used it on my pizza stone. Yeah. Like if you do cauliflower pizza crust, it's going to be soggy unless you use a pizza stone. They're worth, they're like $20. They if you also can have swing it, buy one. Um, pre-made that same brand has pre-made like full-on pizzas yes. that aren't too too bad. Um, I used to buy them all the time because they had like an ongoing coupon at Target. Mm-hmm. Um, they oh god, bless yeah. you Target yeah. <laughs> for real. I I love shopping at Target. For shout food. out this this other this the unofficial <laughs> title of this episode is shout outs to the companies that don't sponsor us. <laughs> um, but yeah, so cauliflower can do a lot, especially if you are open to eating a lot of vegetables. If you're not, well, then it might be difficult. Yeah, Maybe you, you need to broaden your horizons. If you want to, if you want to add in more vegetables, for sure, sub some stuff out with cauliflower. And if you've got kids, you can sneak cauliflower into a lot of shit. Oh yeah. So Absolutely. you don't have to worry about like making them eat something. They probably won't even know. No, they won't. I've, I've, I used to do that all the time with Aiden. I would just, you know, blend some up, mm-hmm. throw it in. Uh, he used to love it when I'd make like a protein mac and cheese, which I'm going to cover how you can achieve that and adding more uh, protein to that in just a second. Yes. But um, I would also make it green because I'd put spinach in there or broccoli even. You just emulsion blend it again throw that in with your sauce, you're adding vegetables in, you're turning it green. Kids love shit like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whipped cauliflower and broccoli together is a really good combo. Cottage cheese is a really, really, really good favorite. sub for creamy sauces. Um, it's going to be higher in protein. If you're dairy sensitive, not probably going to be a great option. But again, if you want that higher protein mac and cheese, you can you put shredded cheese in a pan, put some cottage cheese in there till it's warm, hit it with your immersion blender, your stick, whatever you've got. Um, if you you can whip it really well if you don't have a blender. Um, just whisk it super hard. Get it nice and warm yeah, so that it melts take and a then while. whisk it. Um, good things take time. It's, it's yeah. okay. Be patient. <laughs> it's um, a, yeah, blender. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, throw your protein in. Your meat, yeah. your yeah. your. Uh, fucking noodles. I blanked on the word for noodles for some reason there for a second. I was like, what? Where did that go? Um, but yeah, you can you can do a lot with random shit that's already in your pantry or oh, yeah. your fridge. You want some fucking cheese dip? Ooh. Put some 
you know, shredded cheese in there, same concept, and then just throw some Rotella's, like, if you like the spicy, Rotel, sorry, Rotella's is bread, yes. Rotel tomatoes in there, yeah, Rotel you got dip. your freaking cheese dip. Oh, they have a Chipotle Rotel dip now. Mm, I like the habanero one. I like the, yeah, the fire. I get multiple ones, and I mix different versions in when I make chili and shit, because yeah. gotta have all of them. Um, this isn't necessarily a substitution it's an addition but yeah. i think it bears having on our our list of top four tuna you want to add more protein to damn near anything throw a packet of tuna in there mm-hmm. i throw a packet of tuna uh, or a can of tuna in the quick meals like healthy choice um it tastes really good with the alfredo sauce or the pesto one with the chicken um i add it to mac and cheese i add it to eggs in the morning if i want extra protein i just add some tuna in there you can hide i know some people don't like the taste of tuna if you get the stuff in the pouch, it tastes different than the can. And they have, yes, yes, it does. I will and say the that. The texture is different. It's a little flakier, yeah. which I prefer. And they have flavors of them too. You don't have to just get the straight up tuna. Yeah, they have buffalo and Buffalo's sweet good. thai. Um, I like the, shocker, I like the ranch one. It makes really good tuna salad for mm-hmm. crackers. Yes. Um, yeah, you can do a lot with tuna. And if you're pescatarian, tuna is a really, really fucking f- great flexible option mm-hmm. don't eat too much tuna because obviously too much fish you can potentially get mercury poisoning yes you don't want that um but tuna is good tuna is one of those things that it takes forever to go bad and it yeah. takes up so much like so little space mm-hmm. in your pantry that you can have quite a bit of it and throw some in your backpack every day if you are back to going to work every day and you're struggling for a snack throw a tuna pouch in your fucking thing and go yeah it's Take like 70 calories, and I think they're like between 9 all the way up to 17 grams of protein. So, And if you addition. get a pre-sauced one, you don't have to worry about putting anything additional in the pouch. You can just right. eat it on crackers or on a salad or eat whatever. that shit. Yeah. Stick <laughs> it in your face hole. It's delicious. Um, another thing that comes to mind when you do recipe hacking is alternate prep methods. Mm. What do we mean by that? We're not going to ask you to like scramble your eggs while standing on your head, alternate prep methods, <laughs> but a lot of really delicious recipes require you to fry things. Yeah. Um, fundamentally, we have no problem with frying things here no. at Meathead Test Kitchen because fried food is delicious and you it should is. enjoy it when you want it every now and then in moderation. However, frying foods is tough because they can get greasy if you don't fry them at the right temperature. Um, mm. So for more on deep frying, look up the episode of Good Eats about deep frying. Alton Brown can explain it way better than I ever could. <laughs> That's who fucking taught me how to fry things. So there you go. Um, but again, if you're being mindful of your intake, you may not want to fry all of the foods. So what do you do? Yeah. Um, baking. Yes. You can literally bake anything, most things that you can fry with mm-hmm. a few modifications. Um, if you're doing something with breading, you may need to go, you, uh, excuse me, <laughs> words. You may need to go to a breadcrumb crust instead of flour breading. Yeah. Um, it's not going to crisp up as much. Um, it, it's just a difference in cooking. And honestly, to me, um, I think I prefer uh, breadcrumbs in the oven. Just yeah. a personal preference. Um, things like that. Nothing major, but something to keep in mind. Otherwise, your food could come out kind of funky. Yeah, when you use flour breading and you just bake something, mm. if there's no oil surrounding it to make it crunchy, it just gets this weird, flaky, dry... Like, and sometimes it doesn't even necessarily dry out, and then you've just got like this like cakey, gummy. weird gumminess on the yeah. outside of it. Because so, it pulls the moisture out of whatever yes. it's stuck to. Yep. Yeah, it's weird. Um, So if you're going to take something that should be fried and you're going to put it in the oven, change out whatever the breading is for breadcrumbs. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can go without the breadcrumbs too. Just put the seasoning on, you know, the meat, put it in the oven and you're good. You don't have to 
bread everything. Yeah. Trust me, breading everything is delicious, but you don't have <laughs> you to. You don't have to. And if you're trying to watch your intake, you shouldn't. But um, you can make naked chicken tenders, and you can mm. even make chicken tenders without adding any extra fat. So whip up an egg. Yeah. Dip your chicken tenders in that. Dip them in the breadcrumbs that are seasoned and put them on the pan. You could season those breadcrumbs with herbs. You could put Parmesan cheese in them if you want to do like Italian style chicken parm breadsticks mm-hmm. or whatever you want to fucking do. Um, it's the world is your oyster. Seriously. Yeah. We said that earlier, but fuck around and find out in the good way. Like fuck yeah. around with your food. You, we've all been eating at home for how long now at this point? Like, right. Where I'm, I'm personally burned out on everything I prepare lately. Like I made tacos last night and they were amazing. And I was like, it's taco night again. Okay. Yeah. I actually, <laughs> so you're about to talk about this, but another alternative, if you don't want to put them in the oven and bake them, mm-hmm. I will take full on whole breasts, cut them into strips. I don't even use an egg. I use almond milk and Ooh. I flavor my breadcrumbs and then I spray a little bit of olive oil spray and then I pop them in the air fryer. Yeah. Fucking amazing. <laughs> I'm like obsessed. And if the chicken's moist enough, sometimes you don't even need to put an outer coating on yeah. it. If it's got enough moisture that the stuff will stick right to it, roll with that. The less shit you have to add to your food, the better. Yeah. And you can still add flavor, still add spices, still add herbs, still definitely do all those things. And you can have dip on the side if you're not putting more things into the chicken itself. Mm-hmm. So think about it that way too. Everything is a balance. So you might sacrifice one flavor element or one thing of part of this part of the recipe, but that doesn't mean that you can't add something to it later to make it good still. Mm-hmm. Um, the air fryer. Praise be. Hail Satan. Thank you, baby Jesus. Whoever you fucking, you know, whatever. Whoever you praise, praise them for the air fryer. Um, they're great. There are a lot of inexpensive options. There are a lot of expensive options. Find the one that works for you. Um, don't care what kind you get, get what you can afford and mm-hmm. make sure the one thing, make sure it's big enough to fit enough servings of food in. Because yeah. people buy the wrong size air fryer and they're like, this thing's tiny. Mm-hmm. It made one serving of potatoes. I have like, five people in my house. Right. And then you're like, well, I guess uh, one person gets to eat at a time. Yeah. Um, the air fryer is my favorite kitchen device that I've bought. Um, it's great when you want to have a cheat meal without having a cheat meal. Um, you want chicken tenders? Hey, like I was just saying, yeah. fry them up in, in the, air, the fryer. air fryer. You're adding zero extra calories while you're cooking them. And just make sure that you don't fuck yourself over with sauce. Um, what I usually, I like ranch. We live in the fucking Midwest. Yes. I don't give a fuck. I love ranch. We love ranch. I get the light version <laughs> of Hidden Valley. It's not that much added sugar compared to normal. Um, and it's like mm, 40 calories less per serving. Uh, I love ranch. If I need to cut back a little bit on the fat that day or something, I have the ranch dry seasoning that I can put in Greek yogurt. Well, and you can put that in your bread, on your chicken. You can put that directly on the food too. Yeah. Um, There's that saying, there's, there's a thousand ways to skin a cat. Yes. I mean, you can cook things a bazillion different ways. Uh, Please don't skin cats. That's wrong. I love cats, but it's it's a fucking saying that everybody knows. So um, the air fryer, like, God, what what did I do in the air fryer the other day? I made a hot pocket in the air fryer the other day. Mm. That was really good. Um, French bread pizza. In the air fryer is really good. Pizza, Pizza rolls. rolls in the air fryer are yeah. really plus the other thing about the air fryer, it takes five minutes to have French fries. Yeah, I love it. I, I love French fries a lot. So I'll get like the a frozen bag of them. I like to have a couple pieces of like cheap white fish mm-hmm. and then uh two and a half servings of French fries. But hey, but you're not adding any extra. I'm fat, not. So. Um <laughs> but it's 
I eat it for dinner probably at least once a week. And if I want bar food and I don't want to pay for bar food, mm-hmm. I have chicken tendies in the deep freeze that I buy at the bulk price from wherever I'm going that day. Yeah. And then I've got, I also have a bunch of French fries or waffle fries. And yeah, you do a shelf of the chicken tendies, a shelf of the French fries, and then hot sauce. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hot sauce is great because hot sauce doesn't cost you very many, if at all, any calories. Yeah. So if you like spicy food, build your hot sauce repertoire. You will love it. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite one right now, I have a mango hot sauce that's from Puerto Rico and it's the shit. My entire Lazy Susan is like the whole entire top shelf is all hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> like if a, you've played Resident Evil food. 4 and you walk up to the guy that sells you ammo that whips his coat open and goes, hello, it's fucking hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> hot, sauce hot sauce is your friend. It's so good. <laughs> pressure cooking is also going to be your friend. Yeah. Um, pressure cookers are another one of those things. Get what you can afford. We like the Instant Pot brand here at Meathead Test Kitchen. They go on sale a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, they make a really consistent product. Like if you know how to use one Instant Pot, you know how to use all Instant Pots. Um, they have a bunch of different sizes. You can get a three quart if you're just a single person. You can get a six quart. You can get an eight quart. I think they might even make it 10 now at this point. Probably. That thing's, yeah. I have the eight. I have yeah. a six and an eight and the eight's huge. I only use the eight when I make soup or I have a bunch of people coming yeah. over. Um, but they're quick. They require very little to no fat to cook most recipes. Um, and if you're just doing pressure cooking, you don't have to add any additional fat because you're probably going to put meat or mm-hmm. tofu or whatever, you know, so it's going to leach some of that fat into the food already. Some re- uh, recipes, though, will require you to sear things. So mm-hmm. if you're going to sear your food, only use like a tablespoon or two of a heart healthier oil if you can. Um, avocado oil can be expensive. Mm-hmm. Olive oil sometimes can be expensive. If you don't have it and you only have veg oil, that's totally fine. Just write it down, be mindful of your portion size, and you're good to go. Um, But when you sear meat, you don't need a shit ton of oil to start with because you're going to render some of that fat out of the skin as you cook. Mm -hmm. So um, something to keep in mind, you can always add, again, you can always add a little bit more oil as you cook, but it's hard to take it away once you get that going. Um, The meat's going to render its own fat. It's going to make it taste better. You're going to learn how to sear meat. Um, Searing meat's really good um, because it adds a shit ton of flavor. Yeah, it does. It's a free way to add flavor without adding any additional calories. Mm -hmm. Uh, The pressure cooker is really good for batch cooking recipes. So if you have more than one person that you're meal prepping for in your house, or if you eat a lot and you need to meal prep several meals, then get a pressure cooker. Um, You can cook four or five days worth of meals in that thing in one sitting. Yeah. And Um, it'll take like an hour. I just did uh, my rice in there last week. It was faster than doing it on the stove. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't fuck it up. The yeah. only thing you have to do, you have to be patient. You have to let it sit for the 20 minutes after the ding goes off and you let it like pr- slow release. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it gets stuck or it gets burnt. Yeah, that's true. You have to be patient with rice. If you want good rice, here's the secret to making rice. You have to fucking leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like watching a, a pot uh-huh. of water boil. Um, my favorite gadget. In addition to my air fryer, I do lo- I use my pressure cooker quite a bit too, um, especially for, I love to put a pork tenderloin in there. Super fast, um, cooks it perfectly every time with a little bit of pink in the middle. Super juicy, chef's kiss. Yep. But my crock pot, I use at least once a week, year round. Um, I literally the other day, last week, Sasha when I was- uses her crock pot so much that I put bullet number four crock pot and said, go. I, I used it at least once a week, um, at least once a week yeah. and literally year round. Um, last week I made some, I just made, put two chicken breasts in there with only two in there. It took two and a half hours on high 
and shredded it and then had that for lunch all week. Yep. Um, it's a little bit longer, but I prefer the crock pot for chicken breast than if I'm going to shred chicken because in my opinion, it keeps it juicier and it's easier to shred. Um, it's pulling all those juices into the chicken. Especially if you're using frozen chicken. Mm-hmm. You can get away with pressure cooking fresh chicken and it won't get dry. But if you pressure cook frozen chicken, sometimes it can get a little rubbery. Yes, very. it can get really rubbery. Um, not my favorite. I only tried it in the pressure cup cooker a couple times and wasn't my favorite. Yeah, I only do pot. it when I make soup and stuff like that. Yeah, um, it stays juicier than using the Instant Pot. That's why I put that in there. Um, you can also do like really amazing soup by just dumping your fucking ingredients in there and letting them cook throughout the day on low. Yep. Um, one of the things that I think I love most about the Crock-Pot I, I love my crock pot. Um, <laughs> is that I can set it up if I if I don't feel like you know cooking when I get home, I can set something in there and it can cook all freaking day. Then when we're all ready to eat, I just turn it to warm when I get home. When we're ready to eat, then you just pull it out and typically we, I already have some sides or something made. Mm, now I want crock pot chicken and dumplings. Oh yes, I I really do use my crock pot a lot, like so much that I think I've sent. At least for the last couple months, at least once a week, something from my crock pot. <laughs> Have you used your Instant Pot as a crock pot yet? Because you can. Um, I haven't, only because it scares me a little bit. <laughs> oh, it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, I I've... wanted the one where you could set the timer uh-huh. on it so that you could literally, like, from an app on your phone, pull it up and be like, start cooking this, please. But yeah. I got it as a present, so I wasn't that lucky. My sous vide <laughs> stick does that, and it's fucking awesome. I got Brian one of those for Christmas. As long as you're, as long as you're hooked up to the Wi-Fi, I can tell that thing to do whatever from from wherever I'm sitting. Yeah, um, yeah crockpots are great, but if you have an Instant Pot already, then cool, you already have a crockpot. Yeah. Um, you can put a, they make crockpot lids. They're like $12. They fit right on your Instant Pot. Odds are also good, though, if you have cookware, that you might already have a glass lid from one of your pots or pans that already fits. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Um there are a lot of different ways that you can prep your food. And this is just scratching the surface. This is like the fourth episode we've done on prepping food. And we will do many <laughs> and more. And this is not, it's different than what we did before. <laughs> and guess what? We're going to teach people in yeah. classes on how to do, like, we're not going to stop teaching you on how to prep your yeah. food. But like, it's, it doesn't have to be hard. No, it doesn't have to be hard. We've done it for a really long time now. Like, yeah, we know how to cook, but this mm-hmm. is how we learned how to cook. Mm-hmm. If you want to get really, really great at mastering your own nutrition, you're going to have to learn to cook. Yep. And it's really as simple as Unless fine. you want to pay for free prep meals. <laughs> which is fine. Another, <laughs> which is fine. Which is another fine option. Yeah. If, just make a list of shit that you like to eat, that mm-hmm. you enjoy eating. If you need help macro hacking anything, sh- like shoot yeah, us a us note. Know. Our cookbook that will be coming out shortly we're getting the layout and everything together now. We already have our recipes. Um, we, there's just a few ends to tie up, but that will be coming out soon. Yeah, all of those written. are macro hacked for you. Yep. Um, They'll so. have all the serving sizes. Um, it'll have your grams of fat, protein, and carbs. Mm-hmm. We're going to put little nutrition labels on them. Mm-hmm. All that shit. Um I'm, we're going to try to make it so that you can just scan it and it goes right into my fitness pal too. Yeah. I've already started adding recipes in there. So. Fucking yeah, my girl. <laughs> look um, up, look up MTK, whatever the recipe is, and it should be in my fitness pal sweet. by the time so, it launches. There you go. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah. The cookbook's coming soon. Um, yeah, it's already written. It's been written for a while. We're just fine tuning it and it will be hopefully here by the end of the summer. Yes. Taking cookbook photos takes a really long time. Well, you got to cook it and then you got to take the pictures and we have like... you can't like cook all the recipes at once. And more than take- 20 recipes. Yeah. yeah. 
It's not like we can have a potluck right now. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are people yeah, doing potlucks there. again? I miss those. I don't think so. Not I yet. I miss them so much. Once you can sit outside, I think you could. <sighs> miss potlucks. I just miss things. Um, <laughs> so voting has ended for the podcast awards. Yes. So um, we won't find out who the winner is until the end of March, but we God, did want to take, killing me, by I, the know. Way. I did want to take a moment out just to thank everybody who did go out and vote for us. We really appreciate it. Um, we <laughs> still surreal, um, but thank you so much for everybody that voted. Yeah. And, uh, it, I don't appreciate it. I don't think it'll sink in until we find out whether or not we actually won. And then even then it probably going to be like, sink in. what I'm still kind of flabbergasted that we even made it to the fucking finals. I know. <laughs> fucking okay <laughs> but they they turned off the leaderboard like i know last week and they're and like, like oh, we're not gonna show the leaderboard anymore like what do you mean you're not gonna show the leaderboard anymore what am i gonna do 40 times a day <laughs> right <Shit. laughs> but thank so now you now we have to wait so yes, thank you for wait. voting we love march you march 31st we'll find out yes soon so. we will know um buy our fucking merch please. yeah grab some merch shop i just want to see everyone in an mtk shirt Dude, more fans. over than anything like, all right shout out to our girl Bama Burr. Yeah. Uh, she, the other day, she did that challenge where you stick mm-hmm. the PVC pipe behind your arms and try to get up and down. And I was like scrolling through Instagram and I'm like, God damn it. That's Bama <laughs> in my shirt. Huh? Amazing. <laughs> it never gets old. It's Love cool. seeing people get PRs and, and things like that. So yeah. uh, thank you. Please go buy oh, our mini billboards sh- that you can yeah. wear. Shop.herdatmedia.com. <laughs> There's also a link on our website, meathead.testkitchen.com. Make sure you follow us on all the social medias if you're not. Yeah, we're Meathead Test Kitchen on everything but t- uh, Twitter. We're MTK staff over there. Mm-hmm. I'm Meathead Sadie. She's Meathead Sasha everywhere. Um, except for Twitter. Except for Twitter. But <laughs> for me. let's be honest. <laughs> like I, I did a purge the other day on Twitter. I had to do it again. We I talk about boundaries. It. Here's yeah. a boundary that I had to put into work. I had to purge my Twitter. We're fucking Midwestern buying this shit again, <laughs> but I don't care. It's my podcast and I'll talk if I want to. Um, if you need programming or nutrition help, hit us up, meatheadathletics.com. Um, I'm up and running for clients. Sasha is still finishing her I'm certifications. Coming. She'll be there soon. Um, but if you need help, we can help you. Uh, again, we're not registered dietitians, so we can't prescribe you meal plans, but we can help you with recipes and hacks and making better habits and stuff like that yes. and all sorts of shit. We Account- can help. Accountability so. buddies. Yeah. And if you have any questions at all about anything else, uh, hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. We love you. Bye. Yes. <laughs> Meathead Test Kitchen. Don't be a dick. MTK. <laughs> Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday. Helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.